Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to the Driving the Left Field podcast. My name is Jack. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Nerds. I'm my co-host, Ryan. You can find him on uh, Twitter at RyanGarcetesm. James on Twitter at James Valentinas. And Jackson on Twitter at JacksonDellis2. Today's podcast, we're going to be recapping the trade deadline as well as going over some news breaks, you know, who broke the news, looking at the insiders, and who won the no deadline. No one cares whether, who broke the news. A, who won the deadline, you know, and, and who were big losers. So uh, let's get started. Obviously, the big the big fish that got moved was Matt Pagan. Sorry, Juan Soto, big guy that got moved. Um, so let's talk about him. And I'll let, I'll let James get started here because I know he's very passionate about Juan Soto um, in many ways. James, who do you think won the deal? And how much did the Padres win the deal? Like, give us like a give us a good rating. Like, how much the how, how badly did the Padres lose? Well, I mean, I feel like you could go as far as to say that the Nationals like ruined the entire future of their franchise. Um, not that they had anything to begin with, but they didn't get nearly as as much back for Soto as people expected. Like, if you saw mock trades made by analysts, fans alike, they all they were all like, you know. Uh, just compared to the Cardinals, where it was like you know they were talking about Carlson and uh, Gorman and Walker, and then you end up the package back. What was it? Gore, Abrams. Um, it was Gore, Abrams, Hassel, Hassel Wood, Susan, Wood. But they Blake. did. They didn't give up Campusano, did they? No. 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 I mean, he kind of sucks though. Like he's not great anymore. He's kind of. Well, sick. even then, like. Padres didn't actually give up that much. They gave up like yeah, absolutely. They gave up a lot. But it was not. They gave up a lot, size. but it's totally worth it for them. They're and I. I'm hearing a lot of people saying, you know, they only got him for the two three years. And yes, they are paying Machado and Tatis a lot of money, but that ownership group has shown that they'll spend the money when they need to. So we'll see if Soto is actually just a two and a half three year guy there because. He's definitely not. They're gonna extend because I think they'll extend him, but yeah, yeah, um, they'll definitely extend him. I mean, it's it's tough to know for sure, obviously, because they are you know at the end of the day, San Diego is not a small market team. Like people are acting like this is a small market team. Um, it's not. It's a very large market. They have a lot of money, and they're going to spend it. They have the last few years. Um, I mean, Eric Cosmer, by the way, they've spent like. Yeah, I mean, they traded him away to get off that money, but... They literally paid for the contract. They weren't paid for most of it. Yeah, that's how they got Jay Groom. Yeah, I mean, all I'm saying is that the the, the Padres are set up now. You know, we thought a couple years ago, like, this Padres-Dodgers rivalry would be going on for the next 10 years. And then last year, like through the regular season to the end of the season, it didn't really look like it. But now you go back and you look and it's it's Soto, Tatis, and Machado against Freeman, Betts, and Turner. I mean, like it's going to be like that for the next at least three years, but probably more. Um, here's, the, here's the thing with, with the Dodgers. Their offer for Soto, in my opinion, was arguably better. Um, do you guys want to share the offer? I'll let James decide. James, should I share the offer? Share the offer. Okay. Because I have no idea what it is. The Dodgers offered, all right, Dustin May, Bobby Miller, Miguel Vargas, Gavin Lux, and two low-level arms in exchange for one set out. You're telling me that was a worse package than what the Padres Padres got? 
I think, I think so. it was better. Ow. I think you well, said Dustin May was in May that is, deal. May, yeah, May is already an ace. Like he's gonna be yeah. an ace, and that, there's that. Yet. May is not sorry, already. Dude, an ace. Dustin, dude, okay. okay. Number three, dude. Uh, Dustin, what? whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, dude, Dustin uh, May when he was fully healthy, dude, was die like that. Yeah, dude okay. was dice. ridiculous. He hasn't been healthy. He hit a hunt. He hit a hundred in his rehab start. You'll take that over Gore any. I would take Dustin May with the question marks over Gore any day of the month. Not any day of the week. What the fucking expression is. But I, he's so it's much sweet. better than Mackenzie Gore is. Yeah, he's so much better than Mackenzie Gore. And then Gavin Lux versus what? Well, they get most of the major Abrams. Abrams. I mean, I think Abrams yeah. probably has, maybe has a better I think ceiling, Abrams but... has a higher ceiling than Lux. But... Yeah, but yeah, Lux but is already like a decent want... player and he get better. Right. And my and the point is the Nationals wanted, the reason they wanted Abrams or a Lux was because they wanted an MLB player. You're going to take an MLB player who's already had major league success or one who has to prove that they have or has to spend more time in AAA. Gore is now injured. He has an elbow injury. They traded for him. So if May's injury concerns are a problem for you, what are Gore's injury concerns? Because I would say they're equally, you know, as concerning. Well, pitcher not, hitter, I'd rather have big May. difference. No, no, Gore. No, he's Gore's talking injury. about Gore. Gore's Gore? injury. Gore, Gore has yeah. an elbow injury. Like May throw May, okay, it kind of just comes down to the fact that Dustin May has a 100 mile per hour fastball and is coming back from injury, whereas Gore is now getting he's now injured, he's now starting that rehab process, and he does not throw 100 miles per hour. So realistically, uh, from a stuff basis, I would take May. Um, in terms of just their bill of health for the next two years, I'll take Dustin May. And in terms of just having Miguel Vargas, I think that's a great pickup if you could have gotten him in that deal. Um, I think the that there's that relationship with the Dodgers and the Nationals from last year. And I, yeah, if that's the real offer, um, and I, I'll choose to believe you here, Jack, um, I, I don't know. The Nationals <laughs> no, they're just, just voices in his run. head. I just, I'm just saying, like, the Nationals just ridiculously poorly run. The fact that they even traded Juan Soto and the, and Josh Bell in the same package, we probably could have gotten the same amount for Juan Soto and then traded Josh Bell and gotten, you know, a similar package for what, you know, the Royals got from Ben Benintendi and you have more prospects on top of what you already got they from Juan got, Soto. They would, they would and you, more. Yeah, probably. More. Bell's better is yeah. a better hitter, right? At, yeah. what, what's his WRC plus? Like 140-something? Um, yeah, better player than Ben Benintendi. Right. Sure. And then what? they were originally going to take Hosmer in the contract. And then when Hosmer didn't go there, they didn't ask for any, like, it just, it doesn't make any they didn't sense. Ask for, they didn't ask for, well, the Padres didn't ask for more because they were like, oh, we're already fleecing. This no, not point. the Padres. I mean, the Nationals, how, how, how do you, how they do you not Luke ask Boyd. for more? Right. Like, <laughs> he's what, 31, 32? No, I feel like, they, I feel like if you're the Nationals here, like, as much as, you kind of lost a little bit of leverage when this whole thing came out. Like you still had in these trades. They really didn't lose any all, leverage in my all opinion. the leverage. They had every bit of leverage you could possibly have because they have two and a half more years of Soto. On top of that, they could give him 500 million. That's still like on the table. It's not like they needed to trade him and they no. traded him like they needed to trade him, which and doesn't make did. any sense. Like if, if I'm sitting in the national turn office, it's not like, um, it's not coming from a place of like, I need to keep Soto. It's just that I'm only going to trade him if you're like wowed by a package. And that can't be the package from San Diego. That was really like, like, I don't even think, I, I don't know exactly what the Cardinals offered. Right. But they wouldn't offer Walker. So the deal kind of fell apart there. The Cardinals would, are horribly run. Like they're horribly run. Like yeah, not but I would Walker's say that awful. the the prospects and the major league talent that the Cardinals could offer was better than the Padres and that they 
And whether it was the Nationals that fucked it up or the Cardinals, I don't know. It's the Cardinals um, who fucked it up. But, like, I think you're looking at it that way. You kind of have to say that that deal should have come through rather than the Padres one. No, I 100% agree. It had Carlson, Gorman, uh, you know, Donovan. Gorman. Is it fuck, dude? Just no, give me, a, give me, give me a break, man. Give me a break. Just right. Give me a break. Why are you so? You always get mad when I, I when I, I correctly I put an accent your name and then you can't pronounce. I don't, it I don't even get mad. I just make fun of you for it because it, you know you go like, oh, it's it's Ryan Garcia. Yes. So the technically, it's not like that's not me. Technically, that's not my name. So I it just make name. fun of you for it. But anyways, like, how can you how as the Cardinals, right? And imagining. It's the Cardinals who didn't step up. Uh, reports were like they weren't willing to trade Carlson in a multi-player deal or something, something like that. Um, I don't know how true that is, but you know, I, I'm assuming Morosi has decent sources because it's John Morosi. Um, but I mean, what in what world is Dylan Carlson were not, is so good that you won't trade him for Juan Soto? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, the Cardinals is an organization. Like, what is what realistically? What is wrong with you? Right, you could have gotten Juan Soto. You could have their deadline. Their their deadline was Jordan Montgomery and Jose Quintana for a rotation that is absolutely garbage. It's disgustingly bad for a lineup that could have had Juan Soto. Now they're just terrible. They're so poorly run. I hate them so. Like they're so. I hate them. They're so stupid. They're just fucking so dumb, dude. How do you not trade for Juan Soto? I don't get it. How do you not trade for Juan Soto? They had the best package possible, and they didn't trade for Juan Soto. You could have stupid possible. I, the Dodgers. That's a lot. Like Carlson Walker. Yeah, Gorman, Gorman. that's a Win. lot. That's Heads. a lot. It's, it's, I, mean, I don't know if you're getting more value. Okay, than Juan Soto. like if you're looking at it from this perspective, just from like a flat war value perspective, you're giving up more for Soto than you're getting back if you give up. I don't know uh, about that. Carlson. Carlson's a three-win guy a year. Two-three-win yeah. guy. Jordan yeah, Walker is going to be a two-three-win guy. Six-win guy at his peak. Ooh. It's already like about one. So he said at his peak. At his peak, I think that's. Ooh, a, but you don't think, I think. Are we saying like at his peak two, as in like ninety-nine percentile outcome that well, he's Walker. a six-win player? Because I think that's low. Well, he's already a top what five Walker prospect in baseball. Walker can barely a, play like the field. He's a third baseman. The, the, the problem, not play third base. Dude, no, but the, the problem with Walker is they can't play him at third base because of Arenado. They're not going to move him to first base as a Goldschmidt. I imagine both those That's guys are still around. Yeah, but you see, now you make him a left fielder. That ruins a lot of your defensive value. You know who else is a left fielder? Soto. Juan Soto. Yeah, he's also like the best hitter in baseball. So, you know, there's kind of a maybe, right, maybe three years from now, we're talking about Jordan Walker as the best. I, I'm just baseball. saying. It, like okay, you can't tell me that the Cardinals, the Cardinals wouldn't have had to gut their entire farm or their major league team to get Soto. When you look at what the Padres gave up, I just the Cardinals could have gotten Juan Soto. And if they weren't going to get Juan Soto, why weren't they getting a Frankie Montas? Why didn't they get a Carlos Rodon? Why didn't they go out and and you know where was that splash move? They, have mean, they got Jose Quintana. You're right. You know what? I like, got Jordan Montgomery for Harrison Bader. Harrison Bader stinks. So Harrison Bader does not stink. Well, that was actually a no, W trade for the Yankees. I, I actually like that trade. Dude, a lot you guys were pissed, Ryan. No, you were I, pissed. I said it what for the Cardinals. I just said for the Cardinals. For the Cardinals, I like that trade a lot for the Cardinals. That being said, they need an ace. Who's the game one starter? Adam Wainwright. 
Probably Montgomery. Montgomery is low-key their best pitcher. No, Adam Wainwright is pitching in one of a playoff series for them. Do you, got, do you guys, do you guys see the problem real. here? Do we see the problem here? I don't know. Like six six runs in the first inning, so... They Wainwright, Wainwright has a 3.09 ERA over the past three seasons. Just gonna don't, we do not care. Adam Wainwright's gonna pitch. Oh, Nicholas is good. What? Nicholas is good. Nicholas, okay. I think I was think he an all star this year. Yeah, Monty's probably better than Nicholas. Guys, we're Are gonna crazy. We're, gonna, we're, we're talking about you know maybe Max Fried or Spencer Strider or Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff, and we're sitting here talking about Adam Wainwright, Miles Michaelis, and Jordan Montgomery as your one. And I, think Adam, I think Adam your Wainwright game? has a better ERA than almost every no, pitcher. Miles Michaelis has a two eight six ERA. I'm just about? telling you in October Michael. when you're facing lot when you know how October. They got Ryan Helsley. Just throw him for nine. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> so just, his arm is dead in like four. His, his UCL will literally be sticking out. It's like not even gonna be dead. You gotta do what you gotta do. They'll just pop Dude. it back in. They'll go back out there for the fifth inning. It'll be fine. The St. Louis Cardinals went from a team that ha- positioned themselves to deadline to just go out have a big deadline. The Brewers were not gonna have a deadline that was gonna take them and make them, you know, a top five team in baseball. I'm not they got the Matt Bush though. I weren't. Yes, and and shout out to uh, this Twitter user Evan Evan P Grant. Yeah, he got the trade first. Uh, great job by Evan. Uh, I'm fu- dude. I'm fucking with you. Relax. Brian, I know you're fucking with me, dude. You don't have to say that every time. You have, yeah, like Brian. You don't have you to have feel this bad. Visual, you have this visual reaction that I just yes. felt a little bad. Okay, <laughs> shut up, Brian. You're a fucking bitch. Ken, uh, Rosendahl, Ken, Ken Rosendahl said I I broke it, so I'm like I'm not really moved at all by Ryan Garcia saying I didn't break it. Ryan Garcia does not believe enough. Uh, but in all seriousness, though, the Cardinals could have been like really fucking good, and they decided to stay worse than the Brewers in the worst division in the National League. I just, I okay, I hate them. That's that's really it. Like I hate. Front I think the Cardinals pitching staff or starting pitching isn't bad. Like it's, it's not really that bad. bad. It's okay. Miles Michael is pretty good. Not very good. He's okay. Adam Wainwright is good. He's Andre okay. Pallant. Plante. I feel like you guys are overreacting bad. to the fact okay, well, that they have start. a bunch of ERA merchants on their staff. Jordan Montgomery Having ERA merchants is, is it's not like they, 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 they can't, you can't win in October not getting strikeouts as a pitching staff. You can't. I, I'm going to yeah, just, I, I will So hedge. basically, um, I don't care. Dakota Hudson's good. I will hedge. Uh, Dome Dakota Hudson. So dude. what's the deal with Jack Flaherty? Is he just like completely He's dead? dead? Dude, that, He's guy, dead. that guy's arm is literally what would happen if you threw Ryan Elsley for six innings. Uh, they're gonna say done. Ryan Garcia. I was gonna like get really mad. Uh, anyway, well, I mean, yeah, that too. Okay, but... okay, fuck you, one too. Because like Flaherty was good, and then he got hurt, and now he's kind of ass. So yeah, he he his stuff is worse. Is he's just not, and he's injury prone. Like I, you can't rely on him. If he's back and he, you know, he somehow gets all his stuff back, that's great. But you can't rely on that being the outcome. Okay, well, Michaelis and Wainwright have a two eight six and three eleven ERA. That's Okay, and the Cardinals should just start Gary yeah, Cole has like four. a three seven, so let's think about it. And the St. Louis Cardinals have a as a rotation have a ten point five percent strikeout per nine rate, which is somehow worse than the Pirates, Cubs, what, Athletics, Diamondbacks. What? It's a strikeout per nine rate, dude. And then strikeout to walk rate, dude. I'm so tired. Okay. Right. Anyways, if I was tired, I still wouldn't call it strikeouts for nine rate. Just because Dakota Hudson doesn't strike anybody out, he's striking. I'm just saying he's that guy. When you have he's a strikeout to walk rate that's worse than the Pirates, when it's worse than the Cubs, the Athletics, okay, the Diamondbacks. Respect the Cubs. 
You guys don't have to, you're root, guys, we'll get you're, the Cubs in a bit, but I'm just yeah. saying the Cubs are better at striking out guys relative to their walk rate than the Cardinals are. And we're oh, that's because we don't to... walk anyone. The Cubs have a bunch well, of Cardinals guys. That's, elite defense, but that's too, based. So they can put the ball in play. I don't. I, yeah. So that's I, yes. the thing. That's the thing that you discount. You're like, oh, guys who don't strike guys out don't work in the playoffs. Yes. But at the same time, the Babbitt goes down, and the Cardinals' defense is the best in the league. So you're then, looking at. Um, what third base is Aaron Otto? First base, dude. Is they have they have, they have a one. They have a one hundred like... ERA minus. This is a league average pitching staff at best. That's good. They're that's gonna, good. Dude, I'm just they're a league average. Okay. That's not a league, league average. If your whole pitching staff is hundred, that's above average. Uh it's the no, fourteen he's best. Looking at the so full, it's... looking at the full team. I'm look, no, I'm looking, no, I'm looking at just right. rotation. So your I'm full ranking, team is 100. No, 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 rotation, rotation. I'm ranking, and it's amongst, um, it's amongst all teams. They rank 14th out of 30 teams. So they're league. Right, they're basically, that's, that's average. They're an average. Okay, they're average. That's above average. 14, that's above average. Holy shit, dude, it's one spot. It is one spot. <laughs> it's it above average. Though. Uno it's not above average. So if one, the average one, is between 15 and 16, 14 <laughs> is above the average. So much. We're going to clip this and call it Ryan Learns Averages. <laughs> Hey. Let's move on to Jordan Montgomery trade, and we'll also talk about Pablo Lopez a bit here. Um, and I'm going to preface this by saying the Yankees trade Jordan Montgomery under the impression they would acquire Pablo Lopez. It was almost nine, it was ninety nine percent done. I was actually literally two minutes away from tweeting it. Thankfully, it didn't, but they were very close. Um, Everson Pereira and Oswald Peraza would have been in the deal going to Miami, and that deal was so close to being done. Like I would probably call that deal basically done. But one yard line, for whatever reason, it was literally like a half yard line. That's not even a joke. Like it wasn't the half yard line. It didn't happen. And then the Yankees ended up trading Jordan Montgomery. So their fifth starter until Severino's back is Domingo Herman. Um, I, I thought they were going with Schmidt. Defender. I thought that was their plan. There. No, no, no. The Yankees don't. That, that that would require brain work. Yeah, they also and... don't like to think. The Yankees I, the are very gonna... bad at it. Right. Let me. Right. Can I talk about? Yeah. Bruce go. Go. I'm sorry. I'm just asking you. Interrupt me here. Yeah, so I'm a big Jordan Montgomery fan, um, obviously. Big fan, always been a big fan. But, you know, this is a good move for both sides, I think. I think the Cardinals may have slightly won this deal. But um, Bader, you know, he's going to tighten up the defense. He won't – means that Josh Johnson has no excuse to play. Like, there's no excuse to give him any kind of playing time. Bader's going to play center field. Benintendi will play left. Judge will play right. Stanton will DH. Next year, when um, when Benintendi walks, he'll just slide Hicks out there. Bader's got two more years of control. Well, one more year of control after this. Monty is the same. At the end of the day, I was, you know, told, and, and this makes a lot of sense, that they weren't going to keep three stars who were expiring on the same year anyways. And since they acquired Frankie Montas, it made a lot of sense to move on um, from Jordan Montgomery, considering they're going to have um, quite a few options as well. You know, they're, they're very good at pitching development. I understand they traded both Wolchuk and Wisniewski. They're probably, probably the two closest to the majors pitching prospects. They really don't need him at this point, considering they have everyone they have. I mean, I guess they consider Domingo Haran to be potentially a bit viable, which doesn't really make too much sense to me, but um, you know, it is what it is. And I assume their plan is to bring back both Severino and Montas um, in a couple of years. Obviously, that's in a couple of years down the line, so things can change. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I get it from the perspective. They don't want three expiring contracts. And John Heyman said apparently the Yankees don't like Monty, which I kind of don't buy. But he's probably the fourth starter – I'm sorry, the fifth starter with Montas. He wasn't going to get too much run in the playoffs. Um, so it makes sense, I guess, to tighten up the defense and, and get a really good center field. I would argue better, better than Brian Reynolds, so. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did. Did say you just he was say you would <laughs> argue that he's no? The last. No, that was that was based on it. That was based on that was based on a tweet uh, where I said they were like as good as each other, like in the off season on a parade basis. And by the way, that's a fucking dome piece. That's a dome piece because guess what? On a per rate basis, there's still I think Bader's been better. So I win. I'm staying winning. I yeah, but Bader's injury shit. prone. So that's like yeah, that's that I know. I, that, but but I. I you realize the part where like I didn't ask about that. Like health wasn't that. Okay, so you just um, mute him. <laughs> moving on. No, let's move um, on. Let's talk. Um, let's talk. Let's Cubs. talk. Cubs. Let's... Okay, the Cubs didn't trade anybody for whatever reason. They traded David Robertson they and Michael Gibbons. Ex- <laughs> Michael Gibbons. They for some reason didn't trade Wilson Contreras and Ian Happ. The the industry expectation to, to steal a John Heyman line here, um, some an insider now. But anyways, industry expectation was that they'd both be gone, like it was a certainty. And for some reason, neither of them got traded. Now, half I right, get so, behind it, but Contreras, I can't. James, why don't you give us a little insight inside the Cubs front office? Because I know you're very well connected with Cubs fans. So, okay, so here's my insider uh, industry information: is uh, I think that they were going to trade them, but they overstepped. And they lost all their leverage when the entire league knew that they were trying to trade them, which obviously I mean, that's kind of how expiring that kind of how it go. That's kind of how it goes. But I think they were kind of it seemed like they were banking on the Padres not getting Soto and then trying to pivot to them. And that never happened. And then I guess I guess they think that um, and I, I have no idea what they're thinking, but I'm trying to like rationalize this in some way because it makes no sense um like from a baseball perspective it makes no sense uh maybe you want to keep Contreras for the long run because it seems like the Cubs value Contreras much more than any other team in the league does which I think you can kind of see that around the league with catchers where teams value them more than the market does and so it'll be interesting to see what Contreras looks like what a deal could look like in the offseason for his contract because I'm sure he'll get the qualifying offer from the Cubs. And then, so then there's the draft pick compensation attached to him, which means he might be more incentivized to stay in Chicago on an extension, which it seems like that's what he wants. I don't know if that's what the team wants. Um, yeah. And then with Ian, yeah, I'm, and then with Ian Happ. Points, not gonna lie. What? Those are some pretty terrible points, I'm not going to lie. What do you mean? There's terrible points, man. They're okay. bad points. Uh, and then with Ian Happ, it seems like they're also going to extend him, but I don't, I don't know what the plan Why is. Why though? Here. Like, what are they? What because, are they gonna do? Because, like, Why? you know, the, the report, the report a couple months ago was that they were looking into the shortstop market again. Correa, Bogarts, mainly Bogarts, it seems like, or Turner, um, which doesn't make any sense at all, by the way. To, like, to put, to put all your they're more than one piece away, right? And so signing those guys... They're like well, literally would, 15 pieces away. Well, it would be helpful. They also traded Scott Efros. I mean... The best reliever by far. You could also yeah. make the case here that, like, what? Wilson Contreras didn't get an offer that, like, would be enough for the comp pick that they were getting for Contreras. Yeah, I, if I just find that so hard to believe, though. The Mets weren't willing it's to offer Vientos, pick. dude. Did, isn't it a first-rounder? It's not a first-rounder anymore? It's a second-round. In between the first and second, I think. Uh, well, Ash that's, Jackson, so, Jackson would know. Jackson depends how much either between the first and the second or, or first in the comp or the second in the third. 
where do you think where would you think a Contreras contract lands in terms of comp picks? It'd probably be like the thirty second pick or something like that. That's pretty good. That's still a first round pick. I guess. I'm just I'm just saying like a thirty second pick or like you know Matt Allen. Like I don't think the Mets offered Allen because I think that's the type of guy that yeah they they didn't they they didn't want to trade Allen. So you see we're kind. Allen is the type of guy that Hoyer loves. Uh, the fucking Tommy John guys who are low on value, he likes to get those. So if they didn't even offer Matt Allen, <laughs> like, like he, he likes to pounce on injury. He likes the Tommy he, John guys. <laughs> he has he he has done that over like well, the last the, seven years. Not with Wisniewski. Cubs so, love Tommy John guys. If if they didn't even at, offer him, like what could the Mets re- reasonably have offered that moves you off of wanting? They offered, they offered Mauricio. Mauricio. Is he really even Mauricio. good? Isn't he? Does he have like a massive riff problem? No, the thing about yeah, the thing about Mauricio good. is he's there. He's one of their highest ranked prospects, but he's blocked in New York. He'll never. He's also just not very good. I, I don't really understand why people think Mauricio is that good. Like, I honestly, feel like this I'm happens thinking, a lot though, where like you miss on these type of prospects, guys like Mauricio, um, and and I guess it happens with catchers too, like Campuzano we were talking about earlier, where the defensive prospects kind of just fall. Uh, they they get ranked really highly and then they kind of suck from what I've yeah yeah I, I don't know why I don't I don't I, I mean the the, the plate plate discipline stinks the power is good but you know uh, how you've got to be able to hit at, you know at the major league level more you can't just be a power first guy and not have any requisite power, plate discipline or hit tool um I, yeah you would just take a thirty second pick like there are a lot of I mean, okay guys. so we're looking at it this way um. And I've seen a lot of different different takes on this uh, over the past couple of days since the trade deadline. Um, have you been doing your reading, James? You've been reading. Yes, I have. I've, I'm always doing my reading. James is a big reader. Um, I mean, you look at you look at this Cubs lineup, right? Like the, the actual offense itself isn't a problem. It's, it's pretty uh, bad. It's, it's, not, the, it's a problem. It's, it's really not pretty good. What are you talking about? This. What do this the Cubs off- have besides Happen Contreras? And I guess. Not even wisdom. Who is good on that team offensively? Horner, Morel, yeah, respect Horner is good. Velasquez. Oh, you have to respect Morel. He said Velasquez. Why? Who even is Velasquez? Uh, Nelson Velasquez. You think he's good? He's probably not good. I don't even know who he is. Sleepy MLB nerds not reading. Uh, I've, been too bu- I haven't been reading it up. I've been too busy. Been so you're, not, you're not reading up on the Cubs, apparently. Sleepy MLB nerds. Uh, he has a 120 WRC plus this year. Uh, 45 future value guy, rookie. Okay, this is uh, not that bad. I, I guess pitching is just more of a problem. Like you're not. It's obviously not a championship caliber offense. You just need better. Everything. Oh, definitely not. But that's really think- my point. Like relatively speaking, obviously the offense is better than the pitching, but. Oh, it's way better. So much yeah. better. Well, with but, Hayden Wesneski, they're going to have one of the best pitching stats. Dude, Wesneski is actually so good. Have you watched I love Wesneski's breaking His ball? slider's ridiculous. Okay, I'm so kind of sad, but I'm glad Efros that's good. But, you know. Uh, I, I, I like the I like the Efros trade for both sides. I think it's pretty pretty good. Um, yeah, I like, like if we could trade like anybody else than Wesneski. Wesneski was kind of my guy. Like, I know Ryan gets like a boner for, for Wallach check. I kind of get a boner for Wesneski. So, yeah. Okay, well, anyway. I feel like I, mean, our, I just think – I think think the Cubs aren't actually that far away. Like, I don't think they're as far as like they're pretty far. Like, I don't think they're the top three farm, too. I don't think I don't disagree with James. I don't disagree with James here. I really don't. Hey, hey, hey. top three farm. Top three. The farm that's top three. I mean, Brian Davis, Pete Crow, Kevin Alcantara, Christian Hernandez, Triantos, Kate Horton, Kale Killian. 
they're all good names. Like, oh, dude, what, see, when PCA that's becomes five, the next that's five top hundred prospects, by the way. So and Kevin Alcantara, my dog, by the way, Kevin Alcantara. Probably a six, honestly. I want yeah, people. Who's the six? You think Killian's a top hundred prospect? No, Cassie. You think you think Casey's already top ten? Casey, top hundred, like back end. Oh, oh, well, he first pronounces a prospect's name. It's uh, it's oh, it's just correction. Yeah, when you I do it, pronounce it's innings. Deal. Okay, okay it's Casey. It's oh, it's it's Owen Casey. But oh, actually, it, it is Owen Casey. It is Owen Casey. Also, they they call um, him O N K C, like the the four letters. So hey, maybe you guys should learn. You know, the pronounce names right. You know, but okay, that's that? not that's only really twenty. It's pretty good. If you're looking at you're looking at the farm system, like these guys are not. They're like two years away. I think most of them are 2024s. Um, except for Hernandez. Hernandez is like 17. But um, I mean, you're looking at it, and then obviously the pitching is the problem, but it seems like that's where they're gonna spend their money in free agency. And that's the thing about rebuilding as a small market, as a sorry, as a big market team compared to a small market team, is that the Cubs are just gonna buy their way out of the rebuild. Um, even though a lot of fans don't think they will. Uh it just that just seems like the way that this is shaping up. Like, obviously, you didn't expect Nico Horner to be one of the top 20, 30 players in the league like he has been this year. Um, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. War kid, F war, respect F war. Uh, he's been that good. I'm not going to laugh. I'm not going to laugh. I'm not going to laugh today. He's Insiders just not buy, uh, laugh. Yeah, insiders don't laugh. But he's a 110 WRC plus in Leeds League in OAA. So uh, I don't really care. Uh, and then anyways, like, I mean, you, you look at the lineup and it's not that bad. And I think that they are not that far away, but this could just be some optimism here from someone who's watched their team suck for the past three years. I think that's years. probably what it is, but I don't I think, mean, look, it, at the end of the I don't day, think he's wrong. I, look, can I, can I speak here for a second? Yeah, Ron, bad. Please? yeah go ahead. Thank you, Ryan. Um, at the end of the day, I, I think it comes down to, um, the, the, the Cubs being a, a, Decently well-run team with the money to spend. And I don't think they're in too much trouble. I just didn't really get it overall. And again, mainly it's because I'm an insider and I understand like the inside and outs of the uh, the, uh, the, the market. But now, bro, I, I was told by like at least six people that they were 100% they moved. So I, I was surprised when they were not. I mean, I, I think everyone, I think everyone was everyone surprised. Everyone their fucking mother thought that, yeah. Because, My mom did not think Wilson Contreras was getting traded. By the way, your mom doesn't know who Wilson Contreras. Shut up. <laughs> she does. She's a ball knower. Okay, right? so You're not no, a but I mean, okay. You look at I'm you look at starting. You look at their starting rotation, right? Um. Yes, they're all ERA merchants, um, top to bottom, except for Stroman. Stroman actually has a lower X. Stroman's pretty good. I actually hit on Stroman. He's, he's pretty good, actually. Um, yeah, I mean, Stroman is, is weird because normally he's the opposite with the low ERA, high peripherals. This year he has low peripherals, high ERA. That's the kind um, of guy that I like to see them. But uh, I like I like neither of them. I like low peripheral, low ERA guys. But, uh, you know, those those are few and far between. No, but Stroman, I think, has actually been good this year when he's pitched. Um, I think they'll I keep him. They'll keep him. Uh, they'll keep, they'll keep Steele. Uh, and then I think they'll probably keep Keegan Thompson. And then you look at the rest of the rotation. I mean, I don't know what's going on with Kyle Hendricks, but he's not. He good. sucks. Steele is really good. I'm a big Joseph Steele fan. You know, I actually said his fastball is the best fastball in the league in the offseason. You said it was Great, the best lefty, lefty I said that, league, and that was coming from Jackson. I said that like two years ago, wherever it was. All right, whatever. I was still. I, I made a whole Instagram post about that. 
bring yeah, back I mean, hashtag bring back BSBL stats. Oh. No. <laughs> no, I just I just don't think that this team is as bad as their record says. And I think that they're uh, I think they're gonna sign somebody big in the offseason. It seems like the pitching market is gonna be where they throw some money. Whether it's uh maybe. That's like a maybe. I would not be shocked to see some like Nathan Avaldi, some nasty Nate in Chicago. That'd be pretty fire, man. Like uh, yeah, I think Rodon is a guy they'll be in too. on. Chris would uh, be interesting too. I think, man, I think Chris Sale seems like a White Sox. Chris Sale, I mean, White Sox. Cubs in it. I th- nah, I don't see him. I'm thinking, dude. You got. It's not about. It's not about like just fit. You have to think vibes, dude. Like Rodon, Ivaldi. Like those are vibes in Chicago. Like sell is I not a funny a- Rodon story. I've got a funny Rodon story that we're gonna clip. Clip this, please. This is a funny Rodon story, and this is at very accurate, by the way. This is like a. This is a kind of a big thing. Carlos Rodon explicitly asked the San Francisco Giants not to trade him to the Twins because his wife doesn't want to live there. And the offseason, the Twins offered him five years, $22.5 million AAV, and he's turned it down because they want to live in Minnesota. I already read this. Uh, this no is out there. That place is a that's out there? That is yeah, very true. I didn't know that was out there. No, he didn't want to play there because so, there's so many that's shadows. Out there. It's cold. All right, well, they again, I, I can confirm again that Rodon asked them not to trade, not asked the, the Giants not to, to be traded, trade him to the Twins. They're gonna uh, honestly, shout out to Ashley Rodon then because like that's that's a yeah, big dude, Minnesota like, sucks. No, absolutely, you know what? Like in terms of like like who would willingly want to play for the Twins either? Like you're a first round yeah, exit, you're gonna get sweat. I'm saying this, and the Twins are gonna like beat the, shit out of the Yankees in the playoffs because I said the this. Twins. If the Twins beat the Yankees, I'll streak the field. If the Twins <laughs> beat the Yankees, you don't understand like, that would that would I'll kill me. But uh, you know, Carlos Correa dipping. Like Carlos Correa is is. I feel he's coping. He's coping harder than I am about him being a twin. Like he definitely doesn't want yeah, to be there. I don't he's think going. he's that good anymore. Uh, I don't know what's going on with him. <laughs> Common James kind of take right there. Like that's literally I mean, the look, James thing to do. What? You, like, James oh, is not that good. James is saying this, but if Correa were to sign with the Cubs, no, he, I don't think you realize, Ryan. We're getting Xander Bogarts. Why are you getting Xander? Bo- is it why would you move Horner off the position for? Bogart? No, you're moving Bogarts off the position. Oh, he doesn't okay. want to. He wants to play short there. Just get um. Guess get what? He's dog. playing third. He doesn't have a choice. Okay, well, he kind of does. He doesn't have to sign with you guys. He can go. Yeah, am I wrong? Because okay, would be it would make no sense him. to move Horner off a of short because he's like the best defensive shortstop in the National League, uh, hey, and so he leads the league, National League. Really in better, whatever. Who's his teammate? Simmons. Simmons. And Drelton Simmons. Yeah, he's ass. He doesn't yeah. move the needle for me. Get it? Ryan calls he, he him because <laughs> he's on that. <laughs> Fuck you. Anyways, uh, uh, moving on. <laughs> anyways, no, Correa's right. like his his offense is down. His base running is the worst of like of his career. His defense is the worst of his career. I just he's not trying. Must be a Yankee. I, you know what? It, I hope I there's a certain. I, I, hope I think there's a reason, that. and it has to do with banging trash cans. Why he's not that good anymore? It must be funny. That's, Michigan that's Yankees. My theory. Do you know you guys know Michigan Yankees on Twitter, right? He blocked follow, me. Yeah. Kind of an L. Oh, okay. He blocked me. You can chill. He said I was weird. And you know how like he spends like 20 hours, 20 hours a day listening to podcasts? Like, <laughs> can you chill on him? He literally probably does that. He spends 20, 20 hours a day <laughs> trying to listen to like podcasts to, to get a, a clickbait quote. This motherfucker quote tweeted somebody tweet. He literally tweeted, he took Buster only, who tweeted something, and then he rephrased it in his own words and then said Buster only on Twitter instead of just retweeting it. So you get interactions. Anyways, he's probably listening to this podcast looking for something I said, like, uh, and be like, yo, oh, my insider MLB nerds said that 
that the, the Cubs are signing uh, Xander Bogarts in the offseason. So I can't comment on that, James, honestly, because Michigan Yankees is out there for me. But um, I could see. No, it did. I, I don't know. Again, here's my reading. But I think, uh, it's I, think, okay I think Xander Bogarts is a guy who I've I've seen a lot of rumors that he'll be uh, leaving the Red Sox. I think that's kind of a. I think he's such of, a Philly. That's kind of given at this point. He literally is like, such a Philly. But, he's actually such a Philly. Because the defense is so bad, he's such a Philly. They're, no, they're, but yeah. Bogarts actually isn't that bad defensively anymore. This year, sure, but but like long term, no. Oh, long term, he's not a shortstop. I like, feel like, yeah, I feel like he's short term, not a shortstop either. But, um, I, I think any term, he's not a shortstop, and he I never could... should have been a shortstop. But, uh, he does have positive defensive metrics this year. So I, I could feel some Dansby Swanson to, to the Chicago, to the, to the North. Is it the North side? Is, is yes, anyone call you the North the, side? Yeah. But does yes. anyone call you that? Like, I feel like we only call, like, I feel like only hear the white Sox that call the South side and then it's the Chicago Cubs. And, yeah, no, they the do Cubs call them the North siders. The Cubs are definitely Bro, referred to as at, the North side. Look at Joey Gallo. Oh, you can't see this. Dude. It's Joey blurred. Gallo and Do- I'm going to unblur this so I can show you guys Joey Gallo in a Dodgers uniform. This is the most depressing shit I've ever seen. How is it depressing? <laughs> look at that. He's he's in blue. It's blurry. Bro, the the, the it's quality. So it's so sad. It's I can't even tell which one of them is him. Okay, like yeah. what's up with this whole Gallo thing where he's like got Tourette's or something, and that's why the Yankees traded him. No, okay, it's not okay. He he does have um a tick, and that is <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that quote was kind of sad though. I can't go out in public anymore, one. Yeah, like what's up with him? He's like, I can't go okay. out in public. Like, honestly, I think that might be a little hyperbole, but I get where he's coming from, especially because like there's some insider information that I, as a baseball insider, know, and you guys know. As, you, as, a as a baseball insider, as a baseball insider. Okay, well, anyways, I think okay, let's go back to a serious note here. Uh, give a give me your five biggest winners of the deadline, Jack. You go first. Okay, number one, Padres. Like that's not even a fucking question. Like, let's, and it can let's be teams, players. Fine. Organizations. I have another one. I got a good one. For People. For, for you guys. Not yeah. yourself. Uh, okay. That's not happening. Number one. Number one. Number one. Padres. Number two. I'll go um, Juan Soto. I think that's kind of a W for him. Honestly. That's kind of a W. Uh, number three is Jack Curry. Good deadline for Jack Curry. Number four is um, who, who, who should be four? trying to think i guess Bronx the, bombers the yankees had a pretty good deadline okay, they're not I'm one not or two but they're like that three four kind of like they had a really in good terms deadline. of teams yeah i mean i guess you could say the you know the the i don't know the twins had a pretty good deadline yeah actually you know, had a, good deadline. You know had a good deadline the the orioles had a good deadline because they actually had to contemplate selling yes they sold off some pieces but the fact that they're here actually contemplating it kind of makes it kind of a w for them they sold the right guys. I think they did a yeah, good they job. The right they didn't yeah. give in to too much into Fran pressure, but they also didn't completely tear it All down right, again. So your five so, winners oh. here were no, the no, Padres. No, no, no. Let, me, let me go over myself, right? You can clip this too. Padres, Juan Soto, um, Jack Curry, the Twins, and me. Those are the five biggest winners in that line. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll go next because I, I have some thoughts here. I think uh, the biggest winner, obviously, of the deadline is the Padres. And that's I mean, not a if, you, if you think I, if you if you say anything else, you're just wrong. If you want to go like you say, 
you know, AJ Preller's the biggest winner because he kind of seems AJ like his... a dick. Apparently, AJ Preller's a dick. Well, all I sucks. all I know Definitely is that a big one. he whatever that's whatever have Jesus Ryan. Uh, <laughs> Ryan's desperate for that. How is the most effed up? Th- okay, uh, no, not even. Not even the most. No, it's not. It's, today. it's not even close. Top three, maybe. Um. Anyways, uh, the Padres are biggest winner. I think Preller kind of he needed this because it seemed like his job was kind of falling away from him because they've been so disappointing the last. You know, I mean, they've been good this year, but last year they were pretty bad. Um, I think another big winner uh is obviously the Yankees won I don't know if I'd put them that high uh they did pretty well I think the Reds did really well um for both their guys they're kind of losers I I have a hard time like rewarding losers because like if you're gonna no because like okay look at look at what the Cubs did last season I think they were the biggest winners of the trade deadline maybe the Braves obviously because they won the World Series that was a little different I think the Cubs were in a position to sell and they'll spend money the Reds just were in a position to sell because they're broke they don't want to spend money that's basically it I mean, yeah, the Cubs oh, were in a position I mean, to – they could have spent and... money. They lost Brandon Drury, I guess. I mean, they didn't lose much. They got a lot of – No, but, like, if you look at the Cubs last year, I think this is a bad argument because if you're looking at what the Cubs did last year, they could have extended Bryant. They could have extended Rizzo. Uh, they chose they not to. Bad. They traded them. They got, they got more for Bias than he'll ever be worth. They got more for Rizzo than he's been worth. That was an probably. insane trade. That was wild that they made that trade. Even at the time, PCA for Biden. It was just insane. No, but at fucking... the time, it wasn't like, wow, the Cubs fleeced the Mets. It was. It literally it was, was. I said that. I don't know. It was, it was PCA is a toolsy left-handed bat who has an injury problem, and we don't know if he can actually hit. That. James, I, I think it's because Mets fans just told you that he sucks or he isn't that good because that's typically what ends up happening. It's like, yeah, let's be real here. Right. Like, but I don't he's... think the general consensus at that at that trade was that it was horrible for the Mets. You look back no, now, right. it is because PCA is such a riser. Like he wasn't a top hundred prospect at the beginning of the year, and now he's in the top fifty. So and then getting Alcantara and uh Vizcaino for Rizzo. For Rizzo, that was good. Yeah. That's a good really trade. Good. And then also getting Killian and Canario for Bryant. Like Killian's but I mean, if you, uh, I said this last episode, but if you look down the Cubs farm system, you have Davis and Hernandez who are the top two who are Cubs, like have been Cubs, but then the, like the next four or five guys are all guys that got at the deadline last year. And then, you know, Owen Casey and uh, Reggie Preciado are the guys they got for garbage. Um, and the West dog, West Nesky's in there. Right. Like mix. they did, I think generally speaking, they did very well at, last year's deadline and so you could say that teams that sold can win and a team like the reds they were in a position where they needed to sell right they're not going anywhere what are they going to do with brandon jury and luis castillo they end up with noel v Marte, and now you have him he's probably your third baseman of the future um with ali de la cruz uh playing short most likely within the next two three years in the majors i mean Marte's what a year away if if even um i think the reds are one of the biggest winners, if not the biggest. Obviously, the Padres are the biggest winners. So I guess I think the Reds are the second biggest winner at the deadline this year. Um, and then I guess you could go three. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to go like teams. Obviously, Juan Soto is a big winner, right? Getting, you know, freed as sports fans like to say, you know, free Juan Soto from the Padres. Uh, from what the, the fuck, Padres? What? 
What the fuck was that joke that you just made? It wasn't a joke. Free, free Juan Soto for the Nationals? Yeah, what, like, they, what's weird. they As free. fans like to say. They do. Hashtag free whoever. They say this all the time. Was that supposed to be a joke? I don't, I don't, I don't it know. It wasn't Jack, a joke. Jack, you, I'm, I'm good, so man. confused, dude. I'm actually lost. Jack is Are lost. Are you confused, Ryan? Yeah. No, I, I just thought you were saying. I like, think Soto's one of the biggest winners here because he got freed from a bad situation. A horrible, horrible. The organization oh, sucks. Oh, he got freed. Yeah. Jack, you, you good? What'd you Jack, hear? Are you like, do you think? Sorry, I was, looking at, I, was looking at, I was looking at this. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. He has the insider. His insider info. It. His insider info, guys. I was, actually, I was actually looking at my – I was actually looking at where I tweeted Cooper Bowman going to Oakland, but whatever. Wow. Okay. Shout out to Jackson um, for that one, by the way. I like what the Phillies did a lot. Um, and maybe it's just because they bought, and I like when teams that aren't that good buy to try and be good. Um, but I think I like what the Phillies did, and then I like what the Twins did. So those are my five winners. And we'll go with Ryan. Right, I'll go next. No, I'll okay, go next. Jackson got it. Jackson, right. why easy, ones, easy ones, Padres, Reds. I think both did really well. I'll go, I'll go with the Orioles. Yes, yeah, yeah, I like that one. They got good prospects for from Tampa. The guy that's hurt, I can't think of his name, but one of the better pitching prospects. They got Seth Johnson, I think his name is. Seth Johnson. He's really good before he got TJ. They got a good haul for Jorge Lopez. They did well on, pretty sure that's it, right? Just Jorge Lopez and Trey Mancini. Mm-hmm. But they got a lot of guys. And I don't know. I think for a team that obviously wasn't going to contend, maybe a little tough to see those guys go, but you need to still plan for the future, and that, that helps them. They're not going to resign Mancini's, what, 28, 29 now? Doesn't fit their window. Jorge Lopez is kind of weird, but oh well. Uh, I think, I don't know. I'll say Joey Gallo because you got that in New York. Yeah, shout out Joey Gallo. Good for as him, a winner. Man. And uh, I'll go... I don't know who else. Who else is is alive? Uh, maybe the Marlins because I like their one trade because they got Jordan Groshans for two relievers that they didn't really care about. I mean so. that was that was a great trade for Miami because they kind of yeah. turned nothing into something. Groshans is a top prospect 100. from the Jays. I think yeah. he was like ranked third or fourth for them. I don't. Is he a guy who's going to stick it short? It seems like he's playing more. No, third. probably a third baseman. But oh, you said the Marlins. Okay, and then Ryan, who are your winners here? Um, I, I 100% agree with Jackson. You, you, the Orioles are definitely a winner. Uh, Padres, obviously, number one. Reds, I, I think, are also a winner in there. Um, I think the Yankees uh, are in that top five. I'd probably put them five or four. I don't really care four or five uh, because they the rest of the American League East really didn't get too much better. Red Sox are kind of in a weird place. Jays didn't get too aggressive at the deadline. Um, Orioles weren't really going to contend for the division and you kind of put yourself in a situation where you're just really good. And I would also put the Astros. I think the Astros got exactly what they wanted. I was questioning whether they were going to go out and actually upgrade at catcher. They did. Uh, they went and they got Mancini, who I think 
the Orioles trading him makes sense because he's a who he what was what 750 760 OPS guy there because the, and that left field is not helping him. Houston buys kind of not low, but they get a guy who you know is going to hit a lot better at Houston, and the Orioles trade a guy who isn't going to hit too well at their ballpark. I don't think the Orioles are going to be missing much at the DH spot, particularly here. Uh, I think if you look at the Orioles. They're not too hurt in terms of contention. If they do make the wild card or they don't make it, it's not because of Jorge Lopez and Trey Mancini not being there. It's because they're maybe just not that good. And if they do make it, um, I, I, you know, that's great. But I, I think the Orioles, what they did was they sold the guys they had to sell. They sold Lopez, 29 years old, and his highest value, what they got, four arms, I believe, for him. Um, and a lot of those guys are really, you know, high ceiling guys or guys who can just fit into that bullpen the next year or two and kind of step in for Jorge, Lo- Jorge Lopez. Uh, and Mancini, again, I, I just don't think Mancini was necessarily an integral part of that team. The reason why they were playing so well, great story, of course, but he's just better fit in Houston with that shorter left field. So to review Padres, one Reds, two uh, Orioles, three Yankees and Astros, four and five. How did I not get any of those? I literally got my reputation on the gulag, bro. What? Like, well, let's, let's not lie to that. How, how was I not in any of the other ones? It was just me. You guys take this shit way too seriously. I was having fun with it. You know? I, I, I just wanted to give teams. Ryan, why are you taking it so seriously, man? Dog. I yeah, was just come on, Ryan. Like... Yo, chill on me. Relax. <laughs> okay, fine, oh, fine, oh. fine. Put, put, take, away the, take away the Yankees and Astros. Put MLB nerds and, and then MLB nerds again. No, no, but, don't fucking do that. Because he has okay, his ego. No, but, okay, wants, we're looking know. at this from like the perspective. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand how Jackie left the Reds off. Um, very like, clear. Off the dome, I just, I was just having fun. I mean, they were definitely winners, but I was having fun with it. You want no, my actual think, winners? No, no, it's fine. We can go, we can no, go losers because right. I think yeah. there are a couple, couple of very distinct losers. Also, uh, one team, on, one team that I like. Quick, what? Can I, can I, real quick, real quick. Shout out to Simonetti, Simonetti Source for getting his reputation out of the Gulag. You're still a loser, but like. Okay. Oh, but he he said. I remember he tweeted at me. Oh, bro, he tried get, finessing me. He, he tried finessing. He was like, "Oh, I broke the montage trade, not you." He said he, he wanted like, to get me on a live to debate with me, and he saw me at Somerset, and he didn't say shit to me. So I, he's, he's kind of a loser. That guy's he's, he's he's like five three, right? Yeah, Ryan, dude, he's he's short. No, he's my height. He's my height. Dog. Any source? Yeah, he's my height, dog. So I don't yeah. this. he was like, he actually he actually broke the Cardinals and and uh, yeah, his thing with Montgomery a little while before. But he claimed to break the Montage thing, which he just didn't. That was just not true. He's, so, he's soft, though. He's a soft. He's soft, unfortunately. All right. Uh, losers. I'll start with losers. Number one, um, the Washington Nationals, number one. You trade one set any time, you're a loser. That's just how it works. <laughs> um, number two, I guess we could go with um, the Cardinals for not getting Juan Soto. I mean, they got Monty, which is a good pickup. But, like, like we talked about this, they had yes to get seven, they just didn't do it. So there's number two. Number three, I'll go with um the Boston Red Sox. What the fuck are they doing? Like they're making absolutely no sense. I don't really get it at all. So yeah, the fucking Red Sox, probably three. Number four, um probably Robert Murray, because I beat him to Matt Bush and he really needed that for his reputation. And number five, um, I'll go with the Mets because I want Mets fans to be mad, and they didn't make a bunch of moves that really didn't move the needle. So okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go next because I went this, this really last time. I think Nationals big losers, but I don't even think they're the worst. Uh, you look at the White Sox; they oh, did I remember enough. the White the White Sox are definitely a loser too. I forgot about the White Sox, but yeah. Okay, so I I this is what I was getting excited to say earlier because I just like to shit on the White Sox, but I mean just 
at this deadline, you had a chance to go out and get like somebody, right? Or do something. Like Shoei Otani. You did nothing. And your team sucks. It's not getting any better. It's not getting any worse. It's not like it's not a place you want to be. Uh, so we're going to go with that. Uh, first of all, the White Sox. Uh, I definitely think the Nationals are very large losers. Uh, not not because they traded Soto, but because of what they got back. I don't think trading Soto was the wrong move per se. I just don't think that they got enough for him to justify trading a 23-year-old with such high value, especially given how much time is left. And going into the offseason, um, there would have been better packages on the table. I think even with the half a year control gone, I think uh, – that there would be more teams that are looking for a guy like Soto. There would be more, more of a market for him than there is at the deadline. Cause at the deadline teams are kind of only going for what they're desperate for rather than what they, you know, for big additions uh, like Soto. Uh, we're looking number three. I'm also going to go with the Red Sox because, you know, uh, what are you doing? Trade Martinez, trade Barbara, trade everyone. Sell the whole the whole farm or don't or buy and said they like bought and sold and they fucking got Tommy. They sold Vasquez. He's on the expiry. Yeah, I mean, okay. If you're gonna sell him, like you might as well just go out or no, just buy. He's, on a, he's on a half year. He's a half year left on this deal. You can still resign him in the offseason. Yeah, or you could lose him in the offseason and and like, get what a pick and you just got another half year. Yeah, but if you're gonna buy, go make the playoffs. Go. They're not. They're just trying to fix a couple holes. I don't think it was that bad. It was pretty bad. You got. I agree with Jackson here. Man himself. They literally sold one dude. I I agree with I agree with Jackson here. Yeah, but they didn't do anything to buy though. They sold. It's not that. Okay, I think. I think the Red Sox. I think the Red Sox sold sold the whole like everything. They should have sold. No. They're not making Bogarts. They should have sold Martinez. They JD probably, but. They might as well trade Devers. Uh, I think they should have traded Bogarts and JD, sure, but like I'm not upset at them for not trading Evaldi or or, or even JD in a they sense. They didn't like, get any pitching. The like you not, needed well, to get, get pitchers back from injury. I mean, James Paxton still hasn't played yet this year. They should have done that deal with say, Oh shit, 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 shit. Well, yeah, okay, no, no. well that you already yeah, tweeted that, that that was. Oh, he no, did. not the team. Oh, we'll, we'll edit um, it out. Whatever. No, just bleep the team, and it'll be funny. Can you bleep the team? I do that so much work. I'm going to go find it and, like... Just do it. It'll be funny. But anyways, yeah, there was a... Say that. They, that the Red Sox were close uh, on a deal with another team to trade Chris Dale. I think they probably should pull the trigger on that deal, to be honest with you. I, I just... I'm not going to pit, like, shit on the Red Sox for getting good... Like, I think what they got for Vasquez was good. Um, you know, getting anything for Deekman is good. Deekman is terrible. Um, yeah, I that was hilarious. That was Deekman's De- like Reese McGuire. I know Reese McGuire is like a meme, but like he's like a ma- a quality MLB catcher, in my opinion. He is a serviceable, <laughs> serviceable, he's serviceable. serviceable. He said he's got good quality. He's he's got okay. Dude, what do you mean he's serviceable? He's a fucking fifty-five WRC plus. Look, dude, his his wrist his, his wrist work is great. Um, you know he's really got great form. I think you know ultimately. <laughs> All right, you're done. You're done. Okay, but they also got Eric Hosmer and prospects, Eric and they're not paying Eric Hosmer. They're not paying Eric Hosmer. You traded Jay Groom for Eric Hosmer. Jay Groom's not good. I don't even understand. Jay Groom's been in the system forever. He's not good. Fine, he's weren't bad. you guys trying to trade him for Chris Bryant last year? That was like a thing. 
Yeah, and guess what? The Cubs said no. He's terrible. But... <laughs> Cubs said no. Jagram's in Triple A. He was picked in the twenty. He was picked Dude, in the twenty sixteen draft. When Cubs he still thought they were game. getting Bart and Wade. That was that was funny. What happened? Remember the, the when they tweeted originally that the Cubs were going to get Joey Barton, uh, Lamonte Wade. That was like Who that was that? a thing. That was yeah, I remember that report. Oh yeah, that was hilarious. That was Thank God they so didn't rad. do that because that would have been so bad for them. Killian and Killian and Canario is probably better than Wade and absolutely Bart, but um, Cubs were very disappointed with that. No, I mean I don't know what the Red Sox are doing. I think I think if they should have sold everyone, but they weren't they were never going to do that. Um. Just, I think anyone with value should have been gone there, kind of similar to what the Cubs did last year, because you're coming down from a uh, like a championship window, and it doesn't seem like they're going to keep uh, keep their guys long term. So you might as well just get rid of them. I mean, they already let Betts go, so you might as well just let everyone else go too. Uh, Mets, Mets, I don't think are losers. Uh, I know that people were talking about them, like I know, I think Ryan was tweeting about how. Uh, I saw it somewhere that that Vogelback and uh, and who's who's the righty they got who hits lefties? Oh, rough. That's they went from nobody at DH to two guys who can both platoon one hundred and fifty WRC plus. That's that's a huge win. I, I was even I if was, you even I, if you I, didn't get the like lefty reliever that everyone's freaking out about. Like this team is a championship team. They got better. They didn't get worse. Um, yes, they missed out on Contreras, but it seemed like that was more the Cubs doing than theirs. Um, I mean, maybe maybe you could have given up Matt Allen for Contreras and Robertson, but like, if I you just want to clarify. I think they had like I think Ruff and Vogelback were good pickups. I was just questioning whether like you can say that it's a now one hundred fifty WRC plus D eight situation. That's not really how platoons always work, nor how true talent players really usually work. But, I mean, if you look yeah. at it, like, Ruff from the beginning of last year, I mean, has been, I think, one of the best hitters against lefties in the entire league. No, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm 100%. I don't, I don't know how much team. I trust Vogelback, but, like, Ruff is a career 153 WRC plus hitter against lefties, and that's since 2012. Right. Like, no, that's no. A, I, that's I a like large, the it's a large sample size of Ruff dominating left-handed pitching. Uh, I don't know as much for Vogelback because, uh, I mean, he's coming from – like a bad situation in uh in Pittsburgh against righties this year he's got a 153 plus. obviously not the same for for a full career but I mean I trust I trust him I'm just saying like you know it's not like these guys have like this season a 150 WRC plus like just in general you don't typically platoons don't play just against their matchups they have situations where they're going to play the opposite hand even and uh, October that might change. You might get a little more aggressive with pinch hitting, but even then you still might run into a matchup where if you pinch it too early, that player may face a not great situation later on in the game. Which is why platoon DHs you can't just say always oh, one fifty versus lefties. The other guy's one fifty versus righties. It's a one fifty WRC plus DH. It's it's not really how that works. It's more. Well, so the other thing though there. about about rough more so than uh, with. Uh, what's the name of Vogelback is that Ruff can actually hit righties, whereas Vogelback can't really hit lefties. But um, obviously not so much this year, but Ruff the last couple of years has been pretty good against righties. I mean, it's it's a it's a good platoon, I think. Uh, I, I think the Cubs are losers. Um, 
because they didn't trade their guys, but that's more of a trusted processing, I guess. What's what it what's what's going on here? Uh where you're kind of like, and then I think the Giants are losers because they again they didn't trade, they they stayed pat. And I don't like teams that stay pat at the deadline. I've always well, they, they couldn't really do anything. Their prospects all stink. I mean, I don't think sell their whole farm system is bad. Except for Luciano, right? What's going on with him? Yeah, but isn't he hurt? good, but he's hurt, so. I mean, I would just, yeah. I would, I think they should have sold because they're not making the playoffs. Again, I think it's a matter of like, we don't know what was necessarily offered for these players that are going to get qualifying offered and they're going to get pretty good picks for those qualifying offers. Yeah, but I don't, okay, so Jock Peterson is a guy, I don't think he's, a, is he eligible for, is he No, you're right, you're right there. Like, like Jock should have been traded. Yeah. If he's not eligible well. for, a, for a qualifying offer, and Rodon's not either, is he? Rodon is, I believe. Oh, he is. Even though he, even Why though he was a free agent last year, I've heard that Rodon is. Okay, so a, even okay, so. Rodon is maybe, but Peterson's a guy who's I don't think he is um, eligible for a qualifying offer. Maybe he is. Also, but he if would he's take that qualifying offer, eighteen million dollars, he would take eighteen million dollars. Yeah, but that's right? what I'm saying. If if he's not. Why wouldn't you trade him? He has value. He's he made the All Star team somehow. Uh, just I would trade him for anything because they're not good. They're not winning. You might as well just get rid of him. Get whatever you can for him, even if it's next to nothing. It makes no sense to keep him from like from a pure business perspective. Obviously, it's different. Uh, like it's not ran from a pure economic standpoint, but you know what I mean. Uh, Jackson, who are your biggest losers? Um, I mean, I don't think anyone really had like terrible deadlines. I think the Rockies wasn't good. I mean, they did nothing, and it seemed like, like if you read the owner statement, it seems like they've just forgot there's other teams out there, because he said like, he said we're the only team that extended somebody. With Daniel Bard, but like but the, the, teams the extended Braves people. extended Riley. Anthopolis so, Island is going strong. Yeah, somebody else. Dude, that island is, the island, <laughs> is dude. island is undefeated. What's going on here? Yeah. Riley for t- ten years, two hundred and twelve million is a fucking steal. That's, yeah, it makes sense to me. Like, I don't know what Riley would have gotten on the open market, but it's a whole lot more than two hundred and twelve million. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a tough comparison. Riley, because he's still got a couple years, right? Uh, under under team control, obviously not anymore. But like before he signed the deal, I think he had two and a half, maybe three more years, uh, of team control with the with the Braves. But you compare him, I mean, open market in two three years, who knows what he could have seen? It would have been more than twenty one million dollars a year, I would assume. Um, and that island, that island is a crazy place. All right, my number two, I'll go the Brewers because they made a horrible trade with the Padres. Uh, they've already DFA'd Denilson Lamette, so there goes one guy. They already blew a save today with Devin Williams, so there goes another guy. So Yeah, I, Devin Williams is just gone after he blew a save. He's just totally gone. <laughs> well, like, you know, He's just gone. Get him out of here. If they want to make the playoffs <laughs> and do something, Devin Williams, I get I already blew a save to, to the Pittsburgh Pirates of all teams. So I, I would argue they won the trade. I'm not going to lie. You won, they won the trade? I would Didn't you say they won the trade yesterday? You said they did well. I did, yes. I did. No, I, I said about did. Jackson. Jackson? Well, that was until they DFA Denison Lamette. I mean, it's like you just lost half, they, they like half the trade. 
Estor Ruiz is good, I guess. No, I still basis. Isn't Ruiz one of the biggest risers in the league? Because he has, like, what, 60 stolen bases or something like yeah, that? Yeah, he's got 80. Bases. Does he have 80-grade speed or 70? Like 70. Sorry. He, Robert Gasser is good, but that's, like, a relief pitcher. Yeah, so is Hater. Hater's is literally a relief pitcher. Yeah, but he's, but uh, he's a generational he's a, relief pitcher. Uh, Three-and-a-half war relief, you know, relief pitcher. It's a little different for Hater, I feel like. Okay, well, Hader's not a three and a half war pitcher. He's never been a three and a half war pitcher. Yeah. But what, what has he been? A 2.6, 2.3, 2. 2.6. Oh, yeah, that's still good. That's more than Robert Gasser might have in his career, let's be honest. That's kind Each of, of those years. Yeah, but I mean, Ruiz will probably have more than that, I would assume. Uh, it, I think Ruiz is the like best Ru- Ru- Ruiz is one of those guys more. you just look at like uh, the, the highest floor possible, right? With, with the base running. I mean, Maybe obviously, be like a, you have uh, to get the guy that like didn't get any at bats but won Terrence through the World Gore. Series. Yeah, maybe he can be him. Maybe. Terrence Gore, Mets, Triple A Mets legend right now. Hey, I wonder if it, the Mets will call Terrence Gore like in the playoffs. They, if, okay, so Terrence Gore got an at bat uh, for the Cubs in in a playoff game, uh, and he struck out to end the game in the wild card game. I remember that. Why was he the last hitter? Did they just not have any hitters left? Well, because he okay, so he pinch hit for Rizzo, uh, pinch ran for Rizzo, and then they tied the game but didn't walk it off, and so he stayed in. It was a three-two count. I remember this. He th- they threw a slider low. Um, they're down two to one at this point. Uh, they throw a slider low. This is ball four, and he swings with Baez, who this year, I think Baez was on deck. And that was the year that he that was, was the second MVP in, caliber. That year. was the second year. That was the second in MVP year. And he left and him on that. Because he, he probably stole Gore probably would have stole second base too. So you would have had Baez with the runner on second. No, because uh I think there was someone on base. I can fact check that obviously, but you don't have fact. Yeah. It's okay, James. We really don't care that much, but it's okay. Yeah, but I, I mean, mean if you it want, doesn't really it doesn't whatever floats your boat. Uh yeah. no, I mean I'm just saying, like, he's he's a he's a legend. Score three yeah. three World Series rings. I All think. right, I think we should. I think we should wrap it up here. No, we I think it's good by five losers. Yeah, whoa, whoa, what is this? <laughs> I've done two losers. <laughs> we just keep getting stuck. It just All right, here I'll, I'll rock it through. Number three, uh, Blue Jays. They got a guy who can't even enter their country. Four, <laughs> I'll go. That's true. The Tigers because they didn't trade Tariq Skubal. And five, ignoring Austin Riley, the Braves had a pretty bad deadline. All right. I'm going to rock it through these five. Um, I had Rockies, White Sox, too, uh, in activity, and White Sox, fuck you. Uh, Nationals, because trading Juan Soto and getting not enough back for him. Luke Voigt, because goddamn, I mean, fuck. Like, I feel bad for the dude. Uh, I might get the World Series ring. Maybe, but damn, you got to start like, spending time in Washington. Anyways, I'm going to get this I last just, one. If, if Luke Voigt plays, if Luke Voigt, did, did the Yankees win the World Series, does Luke, Luke Voigt get a ring? He's no. He roster. Did- no, spring training. spring training is not the same as the regular season, right? Luke definitely gets a ring if the if the Padres, 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 Padres yeah. yeah. I'm saying the Yankees win it though because he's he was on uh, the, the Yankees. Do you need one at bat or one plate appearance with the major league team during a major no, league game? No, it's more than that. Roster? But you, they can I just think you'll give them one too. Yeah, they. Choose. But it has to be. But it wasn't in the regular season, so they're not gonna give him a ring. Yeah, I guess Who so. Knows? 
And, and then lastly, yeah, the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays are a team that were supposed to win a division this year, are battling to, for the wild card. And while the Mariners go out and get Luis Castillo and the Rays, you know, I'm not saying the Rays had a crazy deadline, but they did improve. What the fuck were the Blue Jays doing? They got Zach Pop, uh, who's good. Anthony Bass, who's good. And now the four-man rotation. And one of those four guys is Yusei Kikuchi. And the other one is Jose Burrios, who has stunk this year. Uh, they have oh, two starters. How is it for? How is it for? Is it not? Uh, Raw, uh, Ross Stripling just got hurt. Oh. So you're running out of four man rotation. You have no rotational depth. Two of your starters suck. Well, because um, they, they lost their depth. Like Stripling got hurt and Ryu's been out the whole year. Right. So, so. you should have, but you, sh- but you, Ryu's been out beforehand. And you were going to have Kikuchi in the rotation as your five if everyone was healthy. So. Uh, and, but you know, Holy you, shit, Kikuchi uh, sucks. Yeah, and yeah. Barrios is in there. Barrios is due for positive regression. Don't get me wrong, but he's not very – he's not remarkable. He's very average. He's not a three-starter for a World Series team. They are not a World Series team with that rotation. Their bullpen's yeah, good. But, but pretty, they have to have the best one, too, maybe in the league. One of them. Is Manoa what? better? Do you think Manoa's like comparable to the Scherzer's Montas? I think Scherzer Degrom. Is I mean, obviously Scherzer Degrom. Montas is better. No, like yes, dude. Manoa. Yes. What is Manoa? What? Okay, time out. Manoa's better Manoa, than Montas. Yeah, Montas is literally a better pitcher. And obviously, Cole is miles better than Gosman, and Montas is better than. than I would not stop, say- stop looking at fucking ERA for a second. All right, let's be real. Cole okay, is miles look at look Gosman. at any other Easy. stat. Gosman yeah, has yeah, better numbers than Cole. Let's okay, no, dude. You're just lying. When it comes down to when it comes down to a postseason series, when it comes down to you know trying to win a World Series, trying to get to you know a favorable wild card spot, having Alec Manoa as your second best starter is fine. But when it comes to your three and your when you get to a game three, when you get to a game four, what what okay. are you doing, Jack? Right? It's, it's time to look at some numbers here. Uh, Gosman has one point six more WAR. Uh, much lower. ERA. I don't care about FIP. Uh, the dude, best, okay, the best FIP in the league. How about? I don't care about uh, FIP or ERA. He has. Uh, oh, I need. I, I need. I need the live stats. Yeah, live stats. Cole gave, strikeout. Cole gave up a shitload of runs today. Yeah, strikeout. Yeah, to, uh, strikeout to walk rate. Garrett Cole. Pretty simple. Barely. Yeah, no, it, it is Garrett Cole by a decent margin. Dude, why is my uh, shit not loading? This is and, the worst time. To... <laughs> it's not loading when you're wrong. I would mention Sierra and XFIP, but Sierra and XFIP are just K to BV percentage with batted ball data. Oh, but Ryan. it is, you, oh, you know. Ryan. What? Okay, well, I mean, look at it this way. Uh, Cole has a 92 area minus. He's only been 8% better than average. It's not a 92. Making... No, it's not a 92. You think, you, what? It's not a 92. <laughs> Who told you it's a 92? It's an 85. Look at the live stats. Oh, oh, my bad. Apologies. Look at the last so went up right. seven points today. Okay, so start. wait. First off, two things. Two things. So two he's eight percent better than average. Making he had a two point six seven XFIP in the start today. I, I just look. I, I just don't, shit. dude. Here's the thing, James. Um, uh, cu- coming down to a one game wild card, uh, or not one game wild card. Yeah, uh, how does Cole go in one game wild cards? It doesn't. In end a well, one does game, it? in a one game, one of one game, yeah, let's, in let's a one game series. Show some highlights. I'm pretty. I'm pretty confident in saying that the guy who has the better strikeout to walk rate, uh, and isn't due for he's not like Cole is due for very obvious positive regression. The home run to fly ball numbers aren't sustaining themselves. He has you know in terms of pitching plus and stuff plus, uh, you know in Eno Sars's models he performs very well. Strikeouts he performs very well. Doesn't walk a lot of guys. Like 
Garrett Cole's clearly a top five, six pitcher. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> show some, right. show some. Right, we're gonna, we're gonna. Oh, dude, I love this game. Uh, hey, uh, Jackson, oh, home run. Oh no, not a home run. No, 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 we need it like right here. Boom. Oh, home run. Jackson, I have a question for you. What what yeah. occurred? What 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 occurred in uh, Game Six of the American League Championship Series in 2022? It's I'm sorry. Were you right in now. the championship series in 2022? Uh, no, actually, we didn't. 2022 you don't get is. Do you raise year, banners guys. for reaching the championship series? Because I, I don't raise banners for reaching the championship series. Oh, look at that! Right down the middle. Why don't you post Kevin Gosman's stat? How many, last how many runs did Garrett Cole give up in the oh, first inning? Post, post Kevin Gosman's stat. Do you want? Do you want me to pull up Kevin Gosman posts and start? All right, that's it for this Dodgers. episode of the Deep Drive and All Field Podcast. If you like what you saw, please give us a five star whatever platform you're listening on. Um, make sure to follow us Ooh. on Instagram and Twitter at DrivePod. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Nerds. Follow Ryan on Twitter at RyanGarcia. Follow James on Twitter. Actually, don't follow James on Twitter. Uh, follow Jackson on Twitter at JacksonDells2. Um, it's been Deep Drive to Left Field, and we will see you in episode number 66. Okay. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.